all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Body of Christ Real Talk, your host, Joseph Brownway. Welcome to the show. Pauline Rejectors. I gave you their sign. I gave them the floor and a couple of audio by videos of why they reject Paul and they didn't do too well. Now, let me give you Paul's stance by the word of God, by the scripture, Paul's words in the word of God, which they deny. Okay, let's go to through. Now, remember, the last show I talked about, Paul claimed that the things that he teaches is the revelation of Jesus Christ. His apostleship is not of man, but he was called by Jesus Christ. Okay, Jesus heavenly ministry, the resurrected Jesus, the glorified Jesus. Okay, his gospel is from the resurrected Jesus. See, he, he claims that. That's what a lot of people have, a, a lot of Judaisms and Pauline rejectors have a problem with when they only read the Old Testament or only read the letters of Jesus Christ. See, the same ones in traditional church that rejects Paul's teachings will also say, because they're not following Jesus' earthly letters, will also say, will call, will also say they don't follow the law. They understand that they are under grace and they understand they are not under the law. You know that? But let me let me tell you what they are so wrong there. They might say they believe that Salvation is by grace through faith alone. And they will follow the teachings of Jesus so they know they are not under the law. But if you're reading and you only follow the earthly, listen closely, the earthly teachings of Jesus. Don't you know Jesus fulfilled the law? Jesus talked about the law. The old law as well as the new covenant. That's the law. Jesus, while he was on earth, was was subject to the law. So when you put yourself there, it's almost like you're putting yourself under the law. You, you understand what I'm saying? If you follow Jesus' earthly ministry, you are following the law. I just wanted to throw it out there for the ones that's, you know, you see how that confusing it is? All right. Now, Jesus, right here in Galatians 3, is going to get more into the law compared to grace. See? Then I'm going to go backwards. You know, in, uh, Acts 20 11. But I want you to go here to Acts. I want to go here in your Bibles if you have one. 12 minutes. Acts 3. Let me read this. This is from Paul. And the author of Galatians is Paul. Not Luke. The author and the writer of Galatians is Paul. These are Pauline letters. He starts all his letters the same way. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the blood of the grace of God. So that's his signet or signature of Paul, all Paul's letters written both. Okay, so this is verse 3 in the book of Galatians. Oh foolish Galatians. 
who hath bewitched you that ye should not obey the truth? Obey the truth. Before whose eyes Jesus Christ hath been evidently set forth, crucified among you. Now, how did Paul know that? What would make Paul say something like that outside the law? Remember who he got, who he getting this message from? Jesus Christ. See, through the Holy Spirit. They all are one. Remember who we getting this message from, okay? Just remember that. This only would I learn of you. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? See? Did you hear, did you receive the Spirit? In other words, how did you receive and get sealed with the Holy Spirit? Was it because of the law or was it by hearing of faith? If you say hearing of faith, listeners, you are correct. That's what Paul is trying to get them back on track because they had those Judaizers sneaking around trying to get them back into circumcision under the law. This is what this is all about. Paul is kind of putting them back on track. Are you so foolish? This is verse 3 of 3 of Galatians. Are you so foolish, having begun in the spirit? Are not are you now made perfect by the flesh? In other words, you know how to be saved. You knew it was only by faith alone and grace. Now, are you trying to get right with God now by obeying the law? That never worked, which is not in play no more. That's what Paul is telling them. See, this hurt a lot of Jews and Judaism because they stuck in the law. That's why they had these plans that Paul is teaching something different. Even though it's Jesus Christ teaching them now. I don't have time to do an exaltive teaching on this. I'm just giving you something basic. Are you so foolish have begun in the spirit? Are you now made perfect by the flesh? You mean all of a sudden you are free. What Paul is saying. You are saved by believing only of what Jesus done. His death, burial, resurrection. Now you're going to all of a sudden get convinced of course to go back by the law. Why would you want to go backwards like that? That's what Paul is saying. The law never saved anyone. Why would you want to go back there? Now, are you saying you get saved by the flesh? That's what he mean by that. By obeying the law? That's what Paul, he's being sarcastic, but he letting them know how foolish it is, you know, like a lot of traditional Christians do today. You know, why would you try to do works when you, you already are free? And obeying the law does not merit nothing. Why would you want to go there? You, you still want to try to please God by what you do. That's what this is all about. Now, I'm not reading it to that, but I'm just basically saying this is what Paul is saying, okay? All right. Have ye suffered so many things in vain, in vain me for nothing? If it be yet in vain? Man, you went through all this suffering for nothing, you mean? After what I have told you, and you still want to go back to the law, which merits nothing? He, therefore, that ministered to you the Spirit and worked miracles among you, doing he by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith. See, Paul is putting back the basis where it's supposed to be. Man, you'll say about faith. The things that's been happening to you is by only is by only believing what Jesus did. By faith alone. It ain't got nothing to do with the law. That's what Paul is saying. Okay? Now, for the ones that was talking about when well, Paul would be Peter, let's go to Acts 2 and 11. Acts 2 Okay. And when James Cephas, or some people might say Kaiser, which is Peter, and John, who seemed to be pillars, that Paul said, who seemed to be pillars, they're the leaders. That's all he's saying. In, the, in other words, seem to be mean they're not anymore. That was under the kingdom program. But that is going, that's been transitioned over to grace. 
That's why he's saying it might sound arrogant, but he's letting them know their position is not in play no more. What they believe in and what they teach and don't mean nothing to him. See, that's what Paul is saying. Seem to be pillars, perceive the grace that was given to me. They gave to me and Barnabas the right hands of fellowship. Now, what is he saying here? This would this rebuke what this man was saying yesterday. Let me read this again. And when James, King James Version, uh, Galatians 2 and 9, and when James, Cephas, which is Peter, and John, who seemed to be pillars, that, in other words, they was leaders of the, uh, the Messianic Church, the Kingdom Church, perceived the grace that was given to me. What grace was given to Paul? The gospel message, the, the message that God told him to go out to the Gentiles with. Listen to this. The grace that was given to me, they gave to me and Barnabas the right hands of fellowship. I mean, right hands of fellowship, they agreed. See, that Acts 15 meeting, they had to talk about that so they can see what's going on because there was a lot of complaints that Paul and them was going out there teaching something that was contrary to the law. See, so they had to go to Peter. And these have, I mean, have to go to the pillars, so-called the leaders of the church. Remember, what's the apostles? They was the leader of the church. The three top leaders was uh, Peter, James, and John. And then it started going towards James, Peter, and John and stuff like that. You know, they was the pillars. They was the leaders of the church, the kingdom church. And Paul went to them first and explained what was going on. Even though Peter got a che- got a taste of it in Acts 10, Paul explained. There's so many scriptures that I don't want to break it, I don't want to stay in this series that long. See, this is what was going on. And after they understood that Paul was called to the Gentiles, not with the, the kingdom gospel, with another gospel or grace, they shook hands on it. They said, okay, let's listen to the rest of it. The hands of fellowship, and they shook hands on that agreement. We got it now, okay? That we should go into the heathen, and they unto the circumcision. Two different directions. Two different groups of people. Now, who is the heathen? The heathen is known as Gentiles. They also call pagans, and they also call the unsaved circumcision, which is used, un, you know, interchangeably in the Word of God. Okay. So they shook hands on that, and Paul went to the Gentiles like he was called to do, and Peter now continued to go to the Jews, which they was called to do. You, you get that. They shook hands on that. They understood. Ten, only that day we, we should remember the poor, the same which also was forewarned to do. Now, this is Paul's rebuke of Peter. Verse 11, but when Peter was come to Antioch, I was stood him to the face, because he is to be blamed. What it was blamed for. For before that certain came from James, he did eat with the Gentiles. But when they were come were, were, but when they came, he withdrew and separated himself, fearing them which were of the circumcision. Thirteen. And the other Jews disassembled likewise with him, insomuch that Barnabas also was carried away with their dissim, uh, dissimulation, that means hypocrisy. That's what Paul me hypothesis. 14. But when I saw that they walked not uprightly according to the truth of the gospel, let's read this again. But when I saw that they, Peter and whoever was with them, or even the followers of James, walked not, up, not uprightly according to the truth of the gospel. What truth of the gospel is he talking about? The gospel of the grace of God. He's not talking about the kingdom program. See, Peter knew that there was another gospel now. He knew that the kingdom program had been postponed. 
He knew that because of what the the uh, the, uh, the Jews disobedience. Not so much the apostles, which was part of the little flock, but the majority of the Jews disobedience. That's why at Acts nine, I mean Romans nine ten and eleven, Paul explains that. This is what's going on. Peter knew that. That's why God showed Peter though what's going on in Acts 10 when I'm getting to that also as well. So to prove that Peter knew. You understand what I'm saying? So, and when I saw that they walked not uprightly according to the truth. See, they, they knew. They supposed to knew and they supposed to be standing on that there's going to be a transition. They knew that. See, Paul said they knew. You say on Peter. But when I saw that they walked not uprightly according to the truth of the gospel, I said unto Peter, remember, Peter was a leader. He went straight to Peter because Peter was the one showing his hypocrisy. I said unto Peter before them all, if thou being a Jew, livest after the manner of Gentiles and not as do the Jews, why compellest thou the Gentiles to live after Jews? Now, when you read the King James, it sounds like being a Jew that lives after the manner of Gentiles, he's not saying you know, being a Jew, you living like a Gentile. He's saying there is no difference now. In other words, if you was talking with the Gentiles and eating with the Gentiles and whatever food they was eating, you should have kept going that way because there's no more restrictions anymore. More, in other words, there's no more law. So if you would, if you come sitting with the Gentiles and eating among the Gentiles, that was okay. But you got scared when you seen some followers of James coming. That's maybe because James was the leader now. I don't know. Some speculation is on that. You tried to almost persuade the Gentiles by getting up. And I don't know what, what, what was going on. But Paul said persuaded. In other words, writing the truth, Peter before them all, if thou being a Jew, lives in the matter of Jews and not as do the Jews. Why compellest thou the Gentiles? Compellest or trying to persuade or whatever the Gentiles. To live as the Jews. Peter changed his term, tune, and start. he became a hypocrite and started maybe talking Jewish stuff or trying to say what was wrong. I don't know what went on. The Bible does not say, but evidently he was in the wrong. He became a hypocrite and Paul rebuked him openly in front of everyone. See, why? Because Peter knew better. He knew there was no more wrong. He knew that it was a transition. You see what I'm saying? And uh, and, well, I'm going to get to that later because I only have 53 seconds. So I'm going to go into the next section of this. Uh, stay tuned for this. God bless you so much. I just can't do it in 15 minutes. God bless. Peace out. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.